over the last several weeks, we've been uh, going through 1 Corinthians. So if you have your Bibles, please turn with me to uh, 1 Corinthians today. We're going to cover chapters 8 and 9. Now, very interesting, he begins off by saying, now concerning things offered to idols, and suddenly starts talking about knowledge and love. There were these people, of course, some of them who had become believers, they came to know the truth. There is one God. And he's a living God. You don't need to worship idols, idols, nothing, so on. So they know that. But they were looking down on people who did not have that understanding yet. So he's saying, guys, listen. Knowledge makes us proud. But love builds people up. The knowledge of the truth should not make us proud. That, hey, I know this, you don't know it. No. The whole knowledge with truth. And he says, look, if you have knowledge and you think you know everything, well, actually, that's a sign that you don't know anything. Right? That's verse 2. He says, what really matters is that you love God, and because you love God, that you are known by God. So here's something more wonderful, that God knows you. And there is no other God. There's one true God. Even though there may be many so-called gods, that means the many, many representations of things in, you know, uh, heavenly things and things on earth. You have all of these representations, but there's only one God, true God, the Father and His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, not everybody has this understanding. Not everybody knows this truth. For some people, when they eat something that is offered to an idol, for them it is their act of worship towards the idol. Their conscience is like that. In their conscience, that's what they're thinking. So from that perspective, Paul says, I will not eat that meat that is offered there. I won't eat it because I don't want to make my brother stumble. I want him to understand that even though idol is nothing, this food offered to is nothing, and I'm worshiping the true God, yet for his sake, I won't eat it because I want him to understand there's only one God to be worshipped. Let's go to chapter 9. So in chapter 9, the apostle Paul addresses another aspect that was coming up in the Corinthian church, which was that some of these people, there were people who came in uh, to the Corinthian church and they began to put doubts in the minds of people saying, hey, Paul is really not an apostle. People began wondering, you know, is Paul really an apostle of Jesus or not? Right? So now he defends his apostleship. You are the proof of my apostleship. I may not be an apostle to others, but I'm an apostle to you. Because look, your lives have been changed. Your lives have been transformed. That's proof of my apostleship. Is what Paul says, I am doing this because necessity has been put upon me. Meaning, there is a heavenly responsibility on my life. In fact, it, that, that responsibility is so great. He says, I will be cursed. Woe is me if I don't do this. If I don't preach the gospel. What is my reward? That when I have done my work, I can stand before God and say, Lord, I did not abuse my authority. I didn't misuse this. I did it right. I did it well. So imagine I can stand before the Lord and say, Lord, I, didn't, I did my best and I didn't misuse it. That's my reward, is Paul saying. So, as ministers of God, as people who want to serve God, in whatever ways God has called us to understand this truth about ministry, that serving God is stewardship. Why do you think I'm an apostle? I want you to know this is what I did. He said, you know, I stepped into people's worlds. I became like what they were. When I went to the Jews, I became like a Jew. 
When I went to the Gentiles, those outside the law, uh, to the non-Jews, I became like them. Uh, to the weak, I became like the weak. To those who are without law, that they, they live on their own, I became like them, but yet not without law to Christ. I still remain submitted to Christ. He says, I became all things to all people so that I could by all means save some. Right? You have to step into their world. Become all things to all people. In ministry, you need to have self-governing ability. Right? You've got to be able to govern yourself with the help of the Holy Spirit, of course. Right? That means you have to watch over your own life. Govern yourself. Also, Paul said, I discipline my body. I keep it in subjection so, so, I, uh, so that I can make sure I run this race well. 